Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. He does not have any weapons nor any clothes at the moment. Well, hi there, new friend. Would you like some pants? Remember those pants we found? <laughs> you can't go anywhere. We have your pants. Please, just let me go. I won't bother anyone, I swear. What's your name? I'm Edlim. We're going to have to take you to the surface as our prisoner. Yep, and then we'll decide your fate. But we probably won't kill you. Did you want to go back and visit the door? The oh. door behind the waterfall. Man, guys, this sucks. The key is broken in the door. Oh, wait a second. And I cast knock. Tokus, you go down first. The ladder ends in a dusty room. You find a stack of blank parchment and a signet bearing the image of a shield divided in quarters. Used by Altoria's military officers roughly 200 years ago. As I recall, it was also only a couple days away from being a full moon. We have to hurry, guys. This is bad news, Bears. We're all gonna be were-rats except for Aslo and Stripey. Yeah, I'm alright with that. You set off for the Temple of Embestiel. Let's see if the church is still open for business. You make your way towards Temple District. You can still see some of the storm clouds lingering in the sky after the events of the night before, but it doesn't look like there's anything too ominous at the moment. Except for the way we smell. That would be odorous. <laughs> uh, That's true. true. Yeah. Touche. I don't notice anything different. <laughs> we're used to it. We've been down there for like two days. Yeah, we're like, why does it smell so weird up here? <laughs> yeah, gosh, it smells awful. Oh, wait, it smells regular. It's us. As you are heading towards the Temple District, though, and making your way through South Waterside, how are you dealing with your little rat friend? I think we got the head sticking out of the bag, dragging him along the ground. No, um, should we just have him uh, walking along with us? He said he wasn't going to try to escape. So, worst case scenario, he runs off into the crowd, right? And then we shoot him? Yeah. So we could either treat him as our prisoner or actually show that we trust him by just letting him walk along with us. Hmm. Yeah, I think we should pull a hopper from Stranger Things and, like, give him the keys to our car as well. And then just, like... <laughs> yeah, right, and see if he'll escape. Here's the keys to the handcuffs. Here's the keys to the car. And Yeah, uh, spoilers for season three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which will be super old. Oh, I haven't, I haven't even, like, started it. Uh, yeah, oh, it doesn't dang. actually spoil anything. So, okay. There are car keys in it. Yeah. Spoiler alert. So... Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think that's fine. We'll just keep a, keep a close eye on him. Okay. Let's hold his hands. How about that? Let's all hold hands in a line. All right. We'll all stand in a line holding hands. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I find that's the best way to get through a crowd as well. True. <laughs> yeah, just clotheslining people. If you're just all walking a straight line. Agreed. So, Shaba's in front, like the teacher, and everyone else is trailing along behind, like the little school children. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Perfect. All right. And we go to the temple. Okay. You're heading through South Waterside on your way towards the temple, but your little plan of holding hands is not sufficient, and Uh (laughs) your prisoner, once you get to a reasonably crowded section, transforms into a rat and begins to scurry away. Oh, no. Oh, no. Do we have to roll initiative? He lied to us. Let's get him. That jerk. Yeah. Roll initiative. Uh. Oh, Oh, natural 20. Hey, alright. I got a 19. 16. How's it feel to be second place, Shaba? <laughs> Feels bad. 
feels real, but it feels worse to have been betrayed by someone I thought was a friend who wanted our help. I don't think he liked any of the options we gave him last episode. <laughs> I mean, we, we had not. like six of them, though, right? I mean, <laughs> they were all, they were very realistic options, I thought. Very reasonable. Some of them ending in his death, as I recall. <laughs> yeah. You know, with all the, like, adulting I've had to do lately and all the real world, like, stresses, I think the lab rat option sounds really good. It's like a permanent vacation. You just sit there eating pellets, <laughs> you know? It's like being in prison for rats. Yeah. Sounds great. All right. Well, as though you go first. Okay. So, um, so we were holding his hand. Yep. And he and transforms... And his hands, his arms just kind of shrink out of your hands and disappear as he falls to the ground. Okay. Um, now, remind me the size of this rat that he turns into. Normal rat size, so it's probably like normal rat nine size. inches plus tail. Okay. Um, nine inches plus tail, so you're probably talking what, like six, eight pounds, maybe. Uh, that's probably a little much. Yeah, I don't know how much a rat weighs. Okay, so maybe not even that much. Rat weight. <laughs> what is the weight of an average rat? Male rat weight chart. Okay. What is the most bizarre thing we've ever had to Google? Like, will, will, <laughs> that's, that's, will, that's up uh, there. Recording. Yeah. <laughs> I know we did some badger research at one point, and we were deciding, like, what breed Stripey was. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Looks like it goes up to, like, seven or eight hundred grams, whatever that means. Uh, <laughs> like, a couple dude. pounds. I'm not, okay, a few pounds. All right. Um, in that case, I just snap my fingers, cast Mage Hand as a cantrip, and grab him and hold him off the ground. I don't think Mage Hand can grab living objects. I kind of think that, too. Can we look up the text? Oh, really? Okay. I was just actually looking it up, and I chatted you, Brian, because I uh, think it's time to do some more research. I figured that was what you were going to say. You can yeah. use the hand to manipulate an object, open an unlocked door or container, stow or retrieve an item from an open container, or pour the contents out of a vial. Ah, oh, rats. <laughs> yeah, and by official rules, objects do not include creatures. Yeah. Okay, got it. All right, in that case, I'll cast a spell to turn the rat into an object and then cast it. <laughs> um, no, I think Aslo just instinctually uh, tries to take a leaping dive and grab onto him mm -hmm. with both hands. Okay, so that's an attack roll to grapple, basically. Okay. Right, or is that attack? No, sorry, athletics check. Yeah, athletics. Uh, is it the choice? No, he gets the choice. All right, well, uh, anyone want to give me bardic inspiration? I would love to, if I could. Okay. A 19 plus 1, 20. Pretty good. Hmm. As he scurries towards the largest part of the crowd, you definitely lunge for him and grab the rat in both hands. Oh, ha! And he's squirming Sweet. around and squealing in fear and anger. All right. I hold him up in the air and say, you dirty stinking rat. <laughs> and then I ask Shaba to turn around and then I, so that I can put it into your backpack. Well, my backpack is full of stuff now, and he could just turn back and... Um, oh, yeah, that's right. So we probably just want to hold him by the tail until we are at a place where we can subdue him quietly, and by that I mean put him out of his misery. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah, I'll hold him by the tail. Wait, are they like the kinds of things that can detach their tail if they want to? I'm pretty sure that's only lizards, but... Yeah, I don't think rats can do that. Okay. All right, I will dangle him by his tail... And hold him in front of the group. Good catch, Aslo. Yeah, where, hold him by the tail. Where's the closest alley? There are plenty of places that you could go discreetly. Well, I thought we were delivering him to the authorities. 
Yeah, but he's a little bit uh, difficult to manage, even for the authorities, especially for the authorities. I mean, have you seen the the town guards in this place? (laughs) Yeah, just because they're level fives doesn't mean they're good at dealing with shapeshifters. Yeah. Guys, I hate to say it, but he was one of our enemies, and we gave him a chance, and he decided that he didn't want to take that chance like an mm. like an honest human being so i think that we are an honest halfling i should say and i think <laughs> uh i think we should um we should dispense mm-hmm. well as you're trying to figure out what to do i'm going to go ahead and take a turn since i was going to be next anyway and then we'll resume here okay okay he attempts to bite your hand mm. figures <laughs> So he's biting at you, but doesn't make it through your gloves. Okay. Yeah, at this point, then I'll, I'll maneuver it so that I'm holding him, dangling him by his tail like this. Is anyone else going to do anything in response? Yeah, I think, I'm, I, think I want to uh, destroy him. Let's put this to a vote. All in favor of taking this poor defenseless little rat into an alleyway and murdering him? Uh, <laughs> raise your hand. Uh, yeah, I'm raising my hand way up high. Tokus, what about you? It's too easy. Murder is too easy? It's too easy. We're missing the opportunity for a fun new NPC that we can make fun of how miserable he is if we just drop him off at the Alchemist's Guild. Okay, well, uh. we're going to need a cage real quick that the bars are small enough to not let a rat escape, but the cage is large enough to let a halfling fit in. <laughs> it doesn't have to be that big. If it prevents him from transforming back into a halfling, then he's just stuck as a rat. There's got to be a pet store somewhere nearby. That's true. To the nearest pet store. <laughs> oh, we could put him in the lead box. Then he won't be able to transform. Yeah, oh, let's, yeah. I open the lead box, just drop him in and close it. Steel box, I believe. Oh, yeah. Doesn't it have, like, some magic properties here? Well, it was steel that was sanct- sanctified, yeah. Oh, okay. Was it steel? I thought there was some. Okay. I think so. Well, whatever the case, it's a metal box, so he's not going <laughs> to have very good luck if he tries to transform from in there. All right. Let's do that. And then, I mean... Yeah, I say we take him to the Alchemist Guild, honestly. We have an in there. I think you're right. The guards won't be able to contain him properly unless they mm-hmm. have, like, you know, collars that they can put around him that's an anti-magic, anti-transforming collar or something. Yeah, like, right. I don't think they'll be able to do anything. So, and he clearly doesn't want to repent. So, to the Alchemist's Guild. All right, let's go. Yes. And then we need the, uh, we need the <laughs> Dove Soap of Cages. Strong enough for a rat, made for a halfling. <laughs> <laughs> There's no soap good enough for a halfling. <laughs> That's true. But there is a cage, I'm sure. All right, Alchemist Guild first. It's a bit of a struggle, but you do manage to open up the box, throw the rat inside, and close it up. And you can feel him kind of bouncing around inside and shaking and hear him squeaking. Well, the only other thing in there is the crystal shard. Yeah, I think so. He's not going to have a fun time in there, but hey, it's all we got as far as containment yeah. devices. Without further fanfare, you make it to the Alchemist Guild to alchemize. Find someone willing to take a rat for testing. (laughs) Yeah, so I came up with this plan, guys, without actually talking to anyone in the guild. So let's see how this goes. (laughs) You arrive at the usual welcome desk and see the usual guild member sitting behind the desk, looking bored in his usual way. Arden. Ardent, yes. He's always ardently researching. <laughs> yeah, he's an ardent recruit. O- on he a is. scale of one to like 
Does he like us, Aslo? Oh, no, not at all. I mean, that's like a, it's a negative one. Yeah. <laughs> we, should, yeah he... we should probably talk to Ezric if he's here instead. True. I mean, you're the guild member. You would know. Oh, yeah. I can present. Uh... Yeah, your pin. Mm-hmm. Your official membership badge. Yeah, we don't have to sit here in the waiting room. Well, maybe you guys do. <laughs> we probably do. It'll probably all go smoother if you just head on in, pass this off to the to the fellas, and then come back out. I don't know if they want me carrying a foreign substance into the lab, so I probably should talk to somebody first. Like Ardent. All right. Let's talk to the receptionist here, and then we'll go in. All right. So Ardent sees you all entering, and he says, oh, you're back. Ha <laughs> ha! Hey! It's always good to see you, Artie. We're happy, Artie. <laughs> we're glad you're glad to see us, because we certainly missed you a whole heck of a lot. Do you have some more requests to make, or what is this? Do you know if Ezric's in? Uh, let me see. He seems to make a show of flipping through some papers and notes without actually looking at anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Artie. Uh, Artie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, nope, I don't think he's here today. Mm. Huh. Really? I, I guys, I should probably go in there and just check his office just to be sure. Probably. Just to yeah. be sure. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go in and check his office. So I flash my pen. Oh wait, when did you become a member of this place? <laughs> what? We we've totally talked since I became a member, Ardent. Sure. Seems like Yeah. I do remember <laughs> someone who who I thought looked a lot like you. <laughs> who, Ocus? No, he's he's on he's <laughs> That's not who I am. We don't talk about Ocus. Uh, yeah, we don't associate with him. The first rule of Ocus is don't talk about Ocus. <laughs> right. He's he's a subpar gnomon being, if you ask me. <laughs> My badge clearly says Tokus. All right. Well, whatever. Go on in wherever you need to. And I whisper to the guys. I say, they don't pay him enough for him to care. <laughs> oh, okay. That explains it. <laughs> Hopefully he didn't hear that. All right. So I'm going to walk in there and uh, head for Ezric's uh, office. You make your way to his office in another building. Oh, it's a separate building? Really? They have a few different structures around here. Yeah, it's like a compound, you said, right? Yeah. Oh, there's a whole yeah. compound. Wow. Yeah, it's like a walled-in sort of area. All right, and I'm going to... Ezric. You knock on the door. You don't hear any response. <sighs> okay, so either he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he died on his lunch break and he's just chilling in there in the chair. <laughs> or he's really not here and we'd have to go visit him at home. Does he have any sort of an aide or a, like a, an assistant? A ward? I mean, he hired Tokus as his assistant back home. He's now his apprentice in the guild, but... You don't know of any other assistance. Okay. I find the nearest alchemist and grab him by the collar and pull him up close <laughs> and say, Does Ezric have an aid? <laughs> Wait, are all three of you there? No, they're still in the waiting room. They just grab Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. All right, I grab Ardent then. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tokus, you're looking around trying to figure out what to do, and the door just suddenly springs wide open, and you see Ezric looking out at you. He says, What are you doing here? You're interrupting my work. Ezra, I thought you said I could always knock. Did I mishear you? You can always knock on someone else's door. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did talk to Arden, and he said you weren't here? He doesn't know me very well. Maybe he just forgot. You sure you didn't tell him to, when I come, <laughs> to tell me that you're not here? <laughs> tell me that's not true, master. As tempting as that sounds, that hasn't occurred to me. 
<laughs> but I'll thanks. I'll remember that for next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now that you're here, what is it that you need? Well, I have a rat, sir. So uh, I'll try to explain the situation to him in as few words as possible that Tokus could possibly explain. <laughs> so do you guys, do you think that the Alchemist Guild would benefit from experimenting on a were-rat? Because we're kind of worried that we're going to turn into were-rats, you know. Hmm. Well, I suppose there could be some useful experiments. I don't have anything planned, but I'm sure there are many others. We do tend to do a lot of experiments regarding life and death and that sort of thing here, so having another living subject is always nice. So I'm I'm going to go get the box. I'll be right back. And I scurry <laughs> off to, to tell, tell the other two. You didn't bring the box with you? No. It's kind of like airport security. You can't just walk in with anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, they'll see. think it's a bomb. You know, unless you're like a high-ranking alchemist where they assume, I guess, you know, you can bring in all sorts of weird things to experiment on. Okay, so you head back, meet the others who are still waiting with Ardent. Yeah, so he uh, he was here, Ardent. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I must have missed him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, likely story. Tokus rolls his eyes. He doesn't even look up at you when he says that. (laughs) (laughs) This might be like the one NPC in our world that hates me the most and I have to work with him. (laughs) And that's saying something too. He's just like not paying attention and writing on a piece of parchment and you look down and he's writing, I will not strike visitors. I will not strike visitors. Over and over again. Also, when you look over, Shaba and I are playing Leapfrog, which is really <laughs> it's uh, pretty awkward. difficult on Aslan's yeah. part. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, oh, hey, Tokus. Oh, hey, we just struck up a game while you were uh, away. What'd you find out? So Ezric's here. Oh, oh. Is he cool. entering any early stage pharmaceutical trials? Because this rat would be perfect <laughs> for that. Yeah, so I, I kind of explained the situation to him. Let, let's just get back there. And uh, Arden, we're going to give this rat to uh, my. Uh, my teacher, my sensei. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. We, we, <laughs> All right cool. We'll go. We go. <laughs> just waves dismissively. <laughs> All right. Perfect. We can sneak in the box. Nice. Let's go. Let's go. You arrive and the door is once again closed. <sighs> For crying out in Kavaki's name. <laughs> <laughs> we knock again? Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it another secret knock. <laughs> Ezric, I'm back. <gasps> <sighs> I'm coming, coming. And he opens the door again, much slower this time, and looks out at you. Ezric, we're going to turn into were-rats unless you help us out here. Yeah, you remember my friends, Ezric, don't you? Uh, yes, yes, the ones who decided to attack my sofas, I remember. Uh, yeah, that was us. Uh, indeed. Oh, yep. I was kind of hoping your Alzheimer's would. I mean, you're not getting <laughs> Alzheimer's. You know us too well, Ezric. It's actually a really sad disease. Tokus made himself sad. The, the thought of my master developing any sort of debilitating memory disorders just... <laughs> yeah, I, that, he just can't take it. Yeah, that is pretty sad, Tokus. Why would you even go there? I know. I, I think of every possibility, Shaba, both good and bad. You know this about me. Well, clearly Ezric is of sound mind despite his advanced years. Anyway, like we were saying, Ezric, we're going to turn into rats, just like this rat. So maybe you could do some experiments on this rat and figure out how to save us, please? Please? And he might make a good pet. That's not quite my specialty, but I think I can give it to the right people here. Okay. Well, you just got to be careful because he's real, he's a bit slimy and squirmy. He'll turn right back from a rat into a halfling or and back again. 
and he'll escape unless he's in a cage that's large enough for a halfling, but with bars narrow enough to keep in a rat. Or again, in just a very small cage. I'm sure something can be arranged. I will have someone come and prepare something for you. Should we just leave the box here in the meantime? Mm, nope. Nope. Bo- we'll, we'll keep the box with us. But yeah. Chaba, how, how else is Ezra going to... Surely we could let him borrow the box until we get this whole were-rat thing sorted out. No, we're, we're here to get the were-rat thing sorted out. Plus, it's a really sweet box. Guys... Don't be difficult with Ezra like you were last time. Let's just be amicable <laughs> no, and I, just work with him. Uh, no, Ezric, I would prefer to bring the box with us. Very well. I'm really sorry, Ezric. Master <laughs> Ezric. Come with me. I will find someone to help. And he leads you down the hallway and knocks on another office door. And a second alchemist comes out blackened on his face and outfit from something or other. <laughs> and they talk back and forth for a little while explaining the situation. And then... He comes back with a two-foot or so cube cage. Sweet. He says, does look like this would do the trick here? Yeah, I think that would hold him. What'd you have in there before? Looks like, I mean, surely he probably had lots of creatures already in his lab. Uh, this one's last guest happened to be a couple of baby cockatrices, actually. Oh, yikes. Ooh. Ah, Really? Man. What did you do with those cockatrices? Oh, we experimented with them, like everything else. <laughs> All right. They're not around anymore. That's just a really nice way of him saying they killed the Maslow. <laughs> Sorry to tell you. Well, we had them when they were eggs, so we hatched them here, and we wanted to try to see if we could change some of their effects and properties. The whole, you know, turning things to stone is not ideal. As a, and he starts going off into this long explanation on <laughs> just the properties of cockatrices and... How they were trying to transform them into viable house pets. Oh, yikes. Well, have you ever uh, dealt with were-rats before? I haven't had the opportunity to work with were-rats, but I've seen some other lycanthropes in my days. Oh, okay, good. Well, then maybe you're you're the person we're looking for. Because in this box is a were-rat, and outside of this box are two people who are about to be. Well, that's unfortunate. Could you perhaps leave before tonight? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were hoping that you could help us not be where at. Please? Please, Ezric? Please, this guy? We're the kind of people who don't want to be where at yeah. anymore. You'd have better luck with that going to the temples rather than staying here. All right. <sighs> well, it was worth a shot. Yeah. All right. So let's get that cage open and then... I don't know, how does the cage work? Like, can we put the box inside the cage and then open it and then take it out? Or can we tip the cage on its side and then open the box and dump it into the cage to make sure... You just don't want to get bitten? I don't want him to get out. Yeah. Mm. Just open the box over the cage so that it'll... Whatever form he's in, he'll just fall into the cage and then close it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we do that. All right, ready? Three, two, one, go! Go! Okay, as soon as you open the box, he starts falling and then transforms into... Were-rat form, where he's this half-halfling, half-rat hybrid <laughs> like the others were. And he starts trying to clamber at the walls of the cage and everything, but he's still too weakened from his actual combat with you before to do much. <sighs> you make it sound like if he were at full strength, he could break out of the cage. <laughs> well, before it's been closed up and lidded and everything, it would be pretty easy, I think. Yeah. Mm. But with all of you together, you can you know slam the lid down and lock it in place before he can escape. Okay. Yeah, perfect. I plant my foot on him and shove him in there, and then we close the lock. Yeah, what is this uh, this alchemist's name? 
Clearly, it's Alki. <laughs> Alki the Alki Mist. <laughs> Reinald. Reinald. Well, Reinald, I want you to spare no expense. This were-rat deserves your finest experiments. Now, speaking of sparing no expense, what would you say is a reasonable uh, uh, <laughs> amount fee? Of, of... Yeah, what, what would you say is a reasonable fee for, let's say, hypothetically, someone delivered a, a were-rat to you? What would the uh, guild be willing to pay for something like that? Well, this, there wasn't any specific request for it, so there's no reward posted. But it's an interesting subject. I'd be willing to pay ten gold out of my own private research funds. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, that fee, yes, I think that fee will be acceptable. Thank you very much, <laughs> sir. Pleasure doing business with you. Indeed. And he just looks down at the snarling were-rat inside the cage. <laughs> you had your chance, buddy. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, we could have done something for you. We could have helped you. Best of luck to you. Hope everything works out great in here. See ya. Yeah, I feel a little guilty because I described it like as a rat paradise, and he's just going to be alone. <laughs> he's just in some <laughs> rusty in a cage. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Forever. Yeah. Well, to be fair, we also took the choice away from him. Forever. That's true. This is basically like jail now. Yep. All right. Many thanks, alchemists, for your help. Andrew Gold, and have a great day, <laughs> and we will see you later. Peace out. And we go to the temple. So after another short trip into the temple district, you arrive at the castle-like structure and make your way inside. <sighs> after you explain your needs to a clergyman... He takes you to a starkly appointed waiting area with sturdy benches and chairs, but offering little in the way of comfort or beauty. A few minutes pass, and a door opens, out of which emerges what you at first think must be some sort of lizard man, until you notice the missing tail. His scales are brownish-red, oh. and he makes an imposing figure in his exquisite suit of plate armor emblazoned with the shield of Embestil. Strangely, as soon as he enters the room, you find yourselves feeling comforted and encouraged by his presence, rather than unsettled by his appearance. What? Greetings, petitioners. I am Hallenheim, holy paladin and master of this embastion. Holy Hallenheim. Hold, hold on, <laughs> hold on, holy Hallenheim. I gotta write that down. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me, I'm breaking out my journal for this yeah, one. Yeah, say that one more time. This is like when people write of our, and sing of our exploits after we're gone. This is gonna be one of those times, my friend. So you wanted his name again? Holy Hallenheim. Hallenheim, paladin of what? <laughs> holy paladin and master of this embastion, which is what they call the temples of Embastille. Mm. Uh. My aide informs me you are here in need of some sort of curse to be lifted. Well, Hal, can I call you Hal? I would rather you didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Hal. I am Hallenheim, and I am not to be taken lightly. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, I would man. never do such a thing. Never even think of it. Uh, yes, we are in need of aid. Aslo, why don't you do, uh, do some explaining? I do some explaining. My two friends here have possibly been bitten by some were-rats and are possibly infected with said were-curse and need some were-help, if you know what I'm <laughs> were-saying. Is this the right place to be? And you know where to find it. Yes. <laughs> I have the capacity to heal such curses. Wow. Um, so what kind of thing would you need in uh, recompense for such services? 
Seeing as how the growth of were-rats among us would be extremely undesirable and would cause harm to all citizens of this city, I will charge no fee. Wow. I desire only that those who are treated swear an oath to honor Embestiel and stand ready to assist the temple in some future task should your aid be needed. Okay, so as far as this oath goes, is this like a, like in a, in a monotheistic sense are you talking? Or, um, cause or my, just like tacking one on kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Can we like add it to the, the... The pantheon? Yeah, can we add it to the pantheon of our, our, our overall belief system in which we are all sort of part of the same... We're all one together, but okay, even okay, though we're hang different, on a second. right? Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> tap Shaba, and just, he just and I are gonna stop. have a little, we're gonna have a little chat. Okay, because I'm just saying, my friend here would make a great rat. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would. So, um, Shaba, if I may, yeah, I know how you feel about the Ram Lord, or at least I can imagine. I, I mean, I don't, I don't understand all of your beliefs and stuff, but. I mean, you've explained it many, many times. In fact, you've you've tried many, many a night of us sitting around the campfire to uh, convert us to Ramism. But it just just hear me out, Shaba. If you're a were rat, how can you best serve the Ram Lord? It, see, it's not really about how I feel about the Ram Lord. It's about how he feels about me and you, for that matter. And he doesn't want you to just worship some god in exchange for your keeping a slice of your humanity. Here, I, I mean, I see your point, Shaba, but I'm not promised to the Ram Lord like you are. So I'm going to go get cured, and uh, <laughs> you you work out this this uh, existential crisis you're going through. Um, you know, Ram Lord salvation and all that, and uh, I'm going to go get better. So uh, yeah, I tried. I tried to save you, my friend. <sighs> I can't do this. Uh, uh, Shaba paces around. For a little while. Well, just ask if you can pay him instead. Um, okay. I see your hesitancy, and I understand. However, M. Bastille is willing to accept all those who share a measure of devotion with him. Okay, so even though I serve Kavaki... Well, see, I'm kind of like... It's almost like I'm betrothed spiritually to the Ram Lord. <laughs> I'm, I'm dedicated to him, and he is my sovereign... And so I feel like he's the sort of jealous guy who would maybe not like me also having like, you know, like a a two-timing relationship where I'm like worshiping him part of the time and then not worshiping him some of the other time. Yeah, you know, this brings up a great point. If we cause the gods to fight each other, can we watch that? Because that sounds epic. (laughs) And are you selling tickets? Uh, Because I would totally pay for that. <laughs> Shaba, why don't you just call out to Kavaki to cure you of your were-ratism? Oh. That's a good. That's a good point. Um, okay, I'm gonna. I'll be right back. I leave the temple and go outside, <laughs> and I kneel down away from where all the crowds are, and I begin to pray. The Damage Guild Podcast: An attack of opportunity on your senses. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Damage Guild Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Stout, and you're listening to the Damage Guild Podcast, a fact I've reiterated after saying the same thing just moments ago. Speaking of things that should have been said but were not, 
The name of the paladin of Embastille in this episode, Hallenheim, was contributed to us by Seth Leha, who is Fazatron on Twitter. Thanks, Seth. Sorry we didn't give you a shout-out during the show, but this is your shout-out. You're awesome, King Seth. You're the greatest. That's a great, wonderful name, and Hallenheim is a real scary dude, so congratulations on that. Also, I'm just realizing right now that this episode comes out at the beginning of December, so I'm just going to go ahead, even though it's September right now as I'm recording this, I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving and you're all just looking forward to the festive holiday season ahead. Or if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving or any holiday, then I hope that this time of year brings you warmth and family and friendship and love. This week we've got a quick promo from our friends Dark Dice. Please enjoy, and we'll be back right after these messages. Get ready for a new gripping horror actual play podcast, Dark Dice. Six travelers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem, after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Dark Dice features an award-winning full-voice cast of non-player characters and a phenomenal fantasy soundtrack featuring live hurdy-gurdy, lutes, and dulcimers. Do you seek him? Find Dark Dice however you enjoy podcasts. Hey guys, it's Brian here, the voice of Aslo Tendertoe, your favorite halfling bard. I am super... Super excited to announce that the Damage Guild podcast will officially be represented at PAX Unplugged 2019. Sean, the voice of Tokus, and I, Brian, will be representing the guild there, talking to people, and checking out all that PAX has to offer. We would be super, super stoked to shake your hand, give you a high five, nod our heads at you, give you knucks, bows, whatever the kids are doing these days. We even plan to pass out official DGP business cards, complete with AAA team logo. Also, Sean and I will be demoing prototypes of board games that we've created. Sean will be demoing his candy-themed mint tin dice dueling game, Candy Calamity, and I will be demoing my mini card game Castle Siege, which can be played entirely without the use of a table, perfect for standing in line or waiting to be seated at a restaurant. Now, if you don't know about PAX, the con is loaded with board game events, exhibitor booths, you can learn about all the big new upcoming games. There are panels with gaming industry experts. And if you just want to play an RPG with friends or strangers, they have that too. There will even be live shows from other amazing RPG podcasts like the Glass Cannon Podcast and Acquisitions Incorporated, two of my favorites. So please join us this weekend at PAX Unplugged in Philly, PA. We will send out live Twitter updates as to our location throughout the con. So make sure to follow us on Twitter at Damage Guild, all one word. Thank you guys so much. And we hope to see you there. Man, I really wish I could go to PAX and hang out with all of you. My schedule didn't work out this year, but I'm really going to try hard to make it next year. A huge thanks to all our patrons supporting us at patreon.com slash damageguild. Go over there, check it out. Take a look at us on social media, facebook.com slash damageguild, twitter.com slash damageguild. Get on Discord, discordapp.com, or go to our website, click the Discord logo, which looks like a little game controller with a smiley face. Come hang out with us, chat, talk to other listeners of the show, and the cast. We really enjoy talking about everybody's experiences with D&D, 
where you found the show, what you think's going to happen, all the theories. Thane's given some great advice on DMing, and the three of Sean, Brian, and I have given some mediocre advice on making player characters that don't suck. So come engage with us. We're all over the internet. We've got a lot more of this episode still waiting to be listened to by you, so I won't keep you any longer. Enjoy it, have a great fortnight, and we will see you in two short Mondays. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. And it starts to rain. And I say, Oh, blessed Ram Lord, as the rain falls, <laughs> I, I beseech thee unto thine holy horns that you would guide me in making this decision, if it is in your most horned will, to heal me of this disease slash plague slash I don't know what lycanthropy actually is considered, <laughs> but if you would please do this so that I don't have to pledge myself to another god, I'd really super duper duper love that. And I would be like, really like praying a whole lot more often than I do now, if that were to occur. And, and also, if you would please... A if bolt you, of lightning comes down from the sky, <laughs> strikes you, and you are cured of your lycanthropy. And you hear from the heavens, Shaba, my son, shut thy mouth. But now you have all the side effects of being struck by a bolt of lightning, which are actually really terrible. We were, we were researching this. I can't remember why, but like while I was on vacation, like that kind of came up. And it's really terrible if you're struck by lightning. Like You're I'm totally sure, changed. Not a walk in the park. So you you'd yeah. be forever changed, Shaba. Oh man. Well, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna preemptively assume, my lord, that if you do not heal me, you will forgive me for what I'm about to do. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna pledge myself to Embastille so I can get rid of this thing. <laughs> I just I gotta, you know? I gotta I can't be a rat. You don't want me to be a rat. I won't be able to spread the word except to other rats. So I'm gonna go do this. Unless you want to heal me right now. And I wait. You hear a voice inside your head and says, Shaba, my son, have you considered looking for a temple to Kavaki? Uh, there are none in the city. I thought I asked about that like a way long time ago. Oh, okay. That's a very foreign religion here. Where's the, yeah, where's the closest Kavaki temple? I don't think he has temples. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of like a nomadic god. Well, how do you commune with Kavaki? All of nature is a holy place, Tokus. Dude, don't you have that pop-up shrine in your backpack <laughs> or whatever? Or is that like a figment of our imagination? Wherever you are, Kavaki shall be also unto thee, my holy son. <laughs> oh. um, also, that voice in your head was me casting message and talking to you. Because I had that idea and wanted to give it to you. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Wait, Asley, you should have done it in such a way that made him leave his faith to Kavaki so that we could heal him because I don't want to have to get another Shava. Uh, that's true. <laughs> I don't think that'd be an easy task. So I'm like, I'm back inside the temple, like peering out through the window. First things first, do I see that his lycanthropy is cured? You never saw that he had lycanthropy in the first place. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Touche. Um, in that case, Do I, I feel cured? Yeah. Does he feel cured? I don't feel any different. Okay. In that case, uh, well, I guess I wouldn't know that, but seeing that he doesn't look like anything's happening, I'll cast a message again and say, Shaba, my son, it is my will for you to pledge yourself to Embastille. 
What? Why? <laughs> As a storm cloud thrower. Are you trying to make it sound not like you? <laughs> yeah, basically. I'm pretty sure the recipient knows who sends the message, don't they? Oh, do they? Maybe. Let's this is see. just like have like a little like one-liner. It's like, by the way, this message you were about to receive is from... <laughs> yeah. But Kavaki, why would you speak to me through Aslo? It makes no sense. <laughs> Aslo is my vessel. He is the chosen one. You should revere him as my right hand. <laughs> but, but Kavaki, why would Aslo speak about himself in the third person? Can I help out with this demonstration? I know minor illusion. Can I, like, make something that, like, would make Shaba think of the Ram Lord? Or, I'll, no, I'll make his little shrine. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, put his face on a piece of toast. <laughs> that always works. <laughs> that always works, yeah. yeah. So I'll play along and help out with some minor illusions. Create, yeah, create an illusion of Kavaki standing over him. Yeah. I don't know if you can do that. If you have no idea what he looks like beyond <laughs> descriptions. It's just like a man with horns. It's just a goat. It's just a man with a goat head. <laughs> oh, Kavaki! Shaba, it is I, Kavaki. <laughs> I turn away blinded by the, the glorious light of Kavaki. Oh, you have appeared to me in person, Kavaki. I'll never doubt you again. And I run inside. Oh, no, we just had the opposite effect of what we wanted, Aslo. Now he's definitely not going to do it. I'm running toward the priest. I need to pledge myself to Embastille now. Oh, it did work. Immediately, without delay. Saba, what happened? Why did you change your mind so quickly? Let's just say when Kavaki speaks... He yells real loud. <laughs> yeah, I never thought of him as a gentle uh, god for you to worship. Kavaki just headbutted me in the face with his holy presence. Now, <laughs> now, douse me and do do that. Let's get this done. All right, then I think we're ready. You make your way back into Hallenheim's presence and say that you're willing to pledge your devotion to Embastille. Oh, yeah. As well as pledge that you will be willing to take on some future tasks should the temple stand in need. Oh, that was going to be my next question. But, like, we don't have to actually do anything, right? We can just be like, <laughs> yeah, I like Embastille. He's a cool guy. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh... By pledging your devotion, you are signifying that you are willing to come to the aid of the temple should we call upon you. So, like, what if we have other stuff going on? <laughs> like other pressing matters because we're kind of best friends with uh certain important folks around here <clears throat> the king is our best friend so like shaba don't you know anything about embastile when you are given the call you must drop everything and oh, no. follow embastile but what if i'm cradling the king like a small child in my arms as we run through a field of flowers i can't drop the king <laughs> there are many ambassions throughout these lands any one of them could be welcome to your service. But serving Embastille simply means that you are willing to protect all of those who cannot protect themselves and show strength where others are weak. Oh, well, I'm already willing to do that. That's cool. I'm down with it. Yeah, question. What is Embastille the god of? Protection and strength. Okay, well, that answers that question. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean... I don't have to pledge myself, but you guys go ahead. That seems like a good deal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm strong. I'm protectioned. I'm all about this. I think we should do this as a party, and Stripey too. I'd feel more comfortable doing it as a, as a group. Stripey is a stone-cold heathen. <laughs> he, he worships no god. Oh, he doesn't even worship Kavaki? No, are you kidding me? No. Stripey, really? No. 
<laughs> the two of them have had long discourses. About, theological. About yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've had long yeah, theological like, discussions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yes, plus he hates goats. He was actually a religion major in, in school. Striking yeah, us. I tried to teach him goat ball one time, but he just ate the goat, and that was the end of uh, that yeah. experiment. <laughs> yeah. As I was like... I don't know. I mean, I guess if you guys are doing it, I might as well. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't, I'm not really into this whole thing, but sure. Why not? A little bit of peer pressure. <laughs> yeah. Embastille does not take kindly to those who pledge allegiance half-heartedly. Uh, well, I'm sorry. The <laughs> other half of my heart belongs to Kavaki. I got to level with you, <laughs> Hallenheim. Your devotion mm. seems to be given willingly, but your friends, on the other hand, is less so. Yeah. Sorry. If you need the whole of me, then... You'll have zero of me. I'm not sure how to say that. Yeah, what's the uh, what's the charge normally for like just paying for this service without the pledging thing part? We do not typically give out services in return for money. Oh, that's unlike any church that I've ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> Our services are pledged to those who are followers and to those who stand truly in need. I am willing to do this because it would benefit this entire city. That is true. In order to reduce the number of rats, lycanthropic curses among us. Mm. Okay, so he's doubting our devotion is kind of what you're getting at. As he should, as, as well he should. I'm not going to claim that I love Embastille. Well, My heart is already spoken for. I don't think he's going to just bless us. Why don't we pretend to profess faith in this uh, embastile, who's it? And just get the blessing anyway. But then when the church calls on us for aid, then what do we do? Just say, ha ha, we were just lying. Well, we'll have to go because when you pledge to embastile, like they brand you. Look look at this guy. Doesn't he have like some tattoos? <laughs> a giant brand on his forehead. Um, actually, you know what? Good question, Thane. Uh, I mean, good question me for bringing this up. Um, I don't know why I said that. So when we were down there, we were fighting a bunch of were rats. Were there like, there were times when I was up close and personal with them, right? Like hand-to-hand combat, whatever. Like there are chances that I might have been bitten or scratched and i would have no way of knowing if i had been infected mm, you were attacked with weapons they didn't you would probably yeah, they, know if they were specifically biting you okay yeah and even when i was holding the one guy just a minute ago he said he only just like tried to bite my glove and didn't really get through yeah okay all right so i'm, I'm pretty sure that i'm good i say guys i'm pretty sure i'm good i'm pretty sure i'm not lycanthropic so i'm gonna go out and wait out in the waiting room uh, while you guys do this, and uh, we'll catch up in a bit. <sighs> well, Shaba, he's missing out, because if, if the call happens, like, we're going to go anyway, and we'll probably rope him into it anyhow. Well, that's true, but, I mean, we do do important things from time to time. We have done important things. Aslo, you do recall that Embastil was the temple that you went to when you were in Glassrock? Uh, and they already uh, asked you to, you know, find some artifacts and stuff for them in order to get your scrying done. Oh, was that embastille now? Interesting. Hmm. Uh, Sir Hallenheim, do you, uh, by any chance, do you guys have, like, little teleporters set up in between all your temples so you can just go straight from one to the other? Because <laughs> that would be sweet. That would be convenient, but no, we have no such things. No, okay. The Merchant's Guild has teleportation circles to... Various cities. Hmm. Wow. 
Makes sense. Speed up commerce. Right. And you said you uh, you offer services freely to anyone who pledges themselves to Embastille. Yes, if the desire is sincere and we have the resources to support them. Okay. You know what, guys? I've had a change of heart. This Embastille guy sounds real cool. Uh, I like protecting <laughs> people. I like courage and, and all that other stuff. Strength. So, uh, you know what? I'll join you guys. Uh, Hellenheim looks at you skeptically. <laughs> Listen, man, no one can judge what's in a man's heart, am I right? Ooh, gotcha there. I excel at doing just that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, you majored in judging other people in college? <laughs> Legalist scum. Aslo, why don't you, Did just... you just say it out loud? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I whisper to Aslo, legalist scum. <laughs> um, so why don't, you, why don't you use my idea from earlier? To make a deception check as you pledge? Yeah, fake profession of faith. I don't think it really makes that much of a difference, because either we pledge and then we show up when they call us, or we pledge and we don't show up when they call us, and then we find out what happens to us, which I'm guessing is not the greatest thing. Well, if we don't show up, then it probably wasn't real at all. Now, was it, Jay? <laughs> yeah, but who knows what the church's retaliation is going to be. I don't want to get on Hal's bad side, do you? No, he's pretty, uh, he's pretty intimidating. He also seems really nice at the same time, which is like a really strange combination of like, <laughs> you're afraid of him, but you want to give him a hug at the yeah, same time. Exactly. That's exactly the kind of person who I don't want not liking me. To be fair, that also describes Shaba pretty well. That's, that's fair. But I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, we go and we pledge and that's, that's the deal, right? We pledge ourselves and we, in return, we are called back to, to help them out at some point so yeah I'm, I'm not sure why hal is getting all up in my grill because i said i'm gonna do it so well the thing is he wants the pledges to be genuine and a if we're doing something important for the king and they call us in we can't drop what we're doing for the king and b i can't honestly pledge myself wholeheartedly to another god how often are we going to be called to help the church temple as I said, you are called whenever those around you stand in need of protection. Those who cannot protect themselves. So, like, once a week? Like... Or is it just, like, a one-time deal? <laughs> uh, here's an idea. We're in a huge city full of temples. Let's go to another temple. <laughs> let's see what kind of other deals we can get before we sign on to this one. Yeah, let's go. Let's go religion shopping. Yeah, right. You'd you'd go. You'd shop around for a deal before you make any uh, promises, right? Or at least like church or temple shopping. Yeah, this is a pretty major thing they're asking us to do here. I mean, we have we have plans, we have a schedule, we have goals, and we can't necessarily just drop everything to change those plans. So I think we I think it's worth looking around and seeing what else is out there on offer. Yeah, and I'd like to find a. a a religion that accepts Tokus for who he is now, like one that <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't be opposed to me being cursed. Uh, Tokus is nervous about getting this blessing because I don't want to lose my uh, new abilities from my being perpetually cursed. Uh, dark Tokus, yeah. Who knows mm -hmm. what could happen to your Dark Tokus powers? I don't want to give up Dark ah. Tokus just to get rid of potential Were-Rat Tokus. Yeah. yeah. It's funny that the two of us who this really matters for are the ones who are actually having to make this decision, whereas Aslo just doesn't care. He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Aslo would have already promised himself. If it benefits my ulterior motives, I'm good. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's do yeah, this. Yeah, That's so kind of man I, he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, I think at this point, uh, Aslo pulls out his phone and goes to 
to uh, religionfinder.com. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hold on, guys. Let me. I'll check the local uh, listings here. Local listings are sweet. Yeah. So, so a religion that doesn't make Shaba give up the Ram Lord, and also has very like specific cleansing that will specifically target the Were-Rat blood, but not get rid of my curse. <laughs> so the primary temples in this community that you're aware of. There's the Temple of Aldona, who's the goddess of travelers, Iado, the god of commerce, Neros, the god of fate, and Armandor, the god of life and death. All right, let's let's go. Let's go on a little circuit. I mean, we're travelers, right? Yeah. Hallenheim, as you're discussing this, is saying, the other temples will likely charge you monetary goods for their services, if they can even help you at all. That's kind of what we're th- what we're thinking is that the, that they would give us that option because I'm I mean we we need to be honest here, Hallenheim. We can't just give you this pledge and tell you that it's genuine and that we're really going to follow through on it. We ju- we just we have other preclusions that are going to keep us from doing that. I serve a different god, and Tokus serves a dark master who is part of his own <laughs> psyche. <laughs> and <laughs> he serves his dark other half. Yeah, he serves his shadow, his shadow self. And we can't really be beholden <laughs> to this kind of thing. Plus, we serve the king. All three of us do. And this is pretty important to us. Yeah, Hallenheim, have you ever played Ocarina of Time? It's like when you go to the water <laughs> temple and you have to fight Dark Link. That's who Toka serves. <laughs> you don't want to mess with that. Uh, I think I will take up Sean's idea and attempt a deception roll. Hmm. Oh. See whether I can convince Hallenheim that I am, in fact, being sincere. That would be a 10. (laughs) He's like, you lying sack of crap. Get out of my sight. (laughs) If you have no sincerity to show me, then I am afraid our services are not for you. Dang it. All right. I thought you were good at that, Aslo. What use are you? (laughs) I thought I was too. He's so so intimidating. I can't help it. He's throwing off my game. Well, we're going to go church shopping, and if we get down to the last one and they can't help us, then we'll come crawling back to you <laughs> on our hands and knees, begging for forgiveness. But until that time, have a nice day. Good day, sir. I said good day. Good day. You may not be able to afford what they are asking. Well, probably not. But, <laughs> but we're going to try anyway. But we're going to try it anyway. I will await your return. <laughs> Uh, we go to all those different god temples, those god, those god <laughs> well, churches. Where do we start? Yeah. I mean, do we want to believe in life and death or traveling? Alphabetical or, I mean... order, my friend. Okay. <laughs> That's the best way to keep track of these things. Which one has the highest rating? <laughs> yeah, which one has the highest Nelp rating? We need to stop referring to it as Yelp. It's actually Nelp. It's the inept version of Yelp. Uh, oh, Nelp, yeah. Nelp. <laughs> What's your, yeah. How are your Nelp reviews? Yeah, sort by average rating and uh, go from there. Yeah. Yeah, but some of these reviews are weird. Like lots of like one star reviews and like five star reviews. <laughs> and then the five stars are like written in broken common, you know, you're not sure if it's uh if it's right. real or not. Yeah. Probably a bunch of Merengian hackers over there <laughs> botting the, the heck out of these sites. <laughs> uh, uh, those Merengians. The yeah, yeah, they interfered with the king's election last time I heard. <laughs> You don't vote for kings. (laughs) You know, this could be an interesting turning point in the story, though. Like, we pledge ourselves to one of these gods, right? 
And then we're no longer trying to save the world from the cult or like serve the king or the sapphire sabers. We're like crusaders or something. It's like part-time crusaders. Yeah, like crusaders whenever they happen to need us. Yeah. And just random dudes every other time. I don't know. I have like a weird... He didn't answer my question about how often we'd be called into service. I have a strange sensation, like a strange inkling that like... Remember when he was saying things like, you know, anytime we need, we you know, mm-hmm. heed the call, right? I mean, they probably would use us like slaves. Well, that's what, why it didn't sit well with me, because we can't just yeah, be... It'd be different if it was like like a missions trip where we like set aside some time to like, <laughs> right. go like, do embastile things. Yeah, like yeah. they send us a nice letter and they're like, in two months' time, we're going to all go and, you know, minister to the Merengian hackers and change their ways. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll, we'll know that it's coming, and so we'll be able to plan around it. Exactly. Do some fundraising. Exactly. Save right. up our pay time off yeah mm-hmm. all that stuff yeah i think the idea is that as god of protection you never know when people are going to need protection right so just be ready mm. for that whenever they need it yeah but we could protect them as we are now as adventurers and get paid doing it that's right that's true not as rats though yeah it's not that shaba really cares about getting paid it's just that i want to be able to honor the loyalties that i have yeah well Guys, this has been an interesting conversation, but I'm starting to um, fall asleep. Have a hank? No, have a hankering for cheese. We need to, we need to move this along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to get this going. Let's, let's speed this thing up. I strangely would love a wedge of gouda right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I usher them out the door. Thank you, Sir Helen Heron uh, Hall, whatever your name is, and uh, good day. And we head over straight to the next church. Are we just going to pick one randomly? Um. Whichever one is closest. How about that? Yeah, roll a d4. All right, perfect. <laughs> Iado, the god of commerce. All right, that's temple. what I'm talking about. Do <laughs> some business. <laughs> They'll definitely be able to cut us a deal. Do they even know how to remove curses? <laughs> they know how to re- remove the curse of not having a lot of money. Yeah, it's one of those spots where you have to walk through the gift shop to get into the church. God of Commerce, <laughs> hey, Yato, get your merch here. Get your sweet swag. Your Yato dolls, your Yato t-shirts. They've turned their temple into a merchant guild. Den of iniquity. A, a den of, yeah. Yeah, well, you arrive at the temple, and it looks almost like you're imagining. Wow. Wow, sweet. <laughs> right. It's like a bazaar. They have <laughs> stalls of various merchants set out in front as well as inside the doors. They have all sorts of barter and trade going on, lots of coin changing hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this whole thing looks like it's set up as a fancy marketplace, basically. Wow. You also can see several members of the Merchants Guild going about their business in here talking to some of the priests and so on. Do we go into the sanctuary and find Almar Veckling praying before a pile of gold? <laughs> oh, Almar, I didn't know you served Iato. <laughs> well, he's probably not there right now, but he is a merchant, so it's likely that he at least goes there every once in a while. Hmm. Yeah, who knows of it. Wow. Well, where can we find a priest to sell us some curing? Someone directs you over towards the cleric's stand. All right. <laughs> the clerics. This little <laughs> stall. Which is literally just set up like a shop. Awesome. That's fantastic. I love it. Cleric services. Get your cleric services here. <laughs> All right. We go over to him. Uh, yes, yes. Welcome to the Temple of Yado. What do you stand in need of? Uh, we're going to turn into rats, and we need your help. <laughs> we need you to sell us some curative uh, potions and or spells. But not too strong. Just... 
to get the wear rat out. <laughs> right. Yeah, we don't want to overdo it. Oh, I think that can be arranged. Um, we don't have anyone ready to do that sort of thing at the moment, but if you come back tomorrow and pay in advance, of course, then we'll have someone ready to heal you then. Oh, wow. But it's the full moon tomorrow. Uh, can we pay for expedited shipping? The full moon doesn't come out until night. We'll be open all day. <laughs> okay. Mm. All right. Uh, what, what, are we, what are we talking here, funds-wise? Well, uh, there is a fairly high demand for curing all sorts of diseases and curses and such in the city, considering how densely packed our people are we all get sick from each other that uh, lends itself to rather high prices for such services so Hmm. if you would be willing to part with a cool 500 gold each wowzers wowzers trousers what that i had boys you're on your own for this one (laughs) don't have party gold for that we don't have the manpower to provide healing to everyone so it is naturally sold to those who can actually afford it Ah. for the good of the temple of course Mm. right Mm, of course you know shaba could be handy being able to turn into a a were rat (laughs) could (laughs) (laughs) could be handy being forced to turn into a rodent once every full moon against your will yeah that could be a new skill that we acquire yeah right seems good (laughs) i like how quickly our conversation changed today All right. Well, I think we're, I think we're done here. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna think on that. Thank you yep. very much for your help. Have a wonderful, blessed day, and may Iato always love your money. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to the next temple. Eldona's the next closest goddess uh, of travelers. Travel. See, I kind of like Eldona's feel. Right, like we're travelers. Mm. She blesses travelers. Like we could, I could get behind that one. Yeah, we've had people on the road wish us well in Eldona's name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's scope this out. This is a rather small temple. It's really more of a shrine. They have one little building next to a shrine set up there, and it looks like it's all simple, nothing fancy. There's an old priest there, like 50s, standing outside the front door, sweeping the entrance. I fall on my knees and hug his ankles. Please help us! Help us! We're gonna die! We're cursed! We need your... We need Aldona's... Uh... Spells. (laughs) A lot. Uh, excuse me, kind sir, what my very tall and... Uh, very on his knees uh, friend is trying to say here he holds up his hand for a moment and says be comforted child and he bends down and pats you on the head Aldona is willing to aid all those on the road of life I will do what I can it's a long road but it's getting a whole lot shorter if Aldona doesn't help us out what exactly do you need I got bit right on the foot by rat I need to not be a rat because it would ruin my life. Yeah, Shabby, you could never become the tribe leader if you were a rat. <laughs> never accept me. He grits his teeth and says, I am afraid my powers are not strong enough to aid the likes of you. Such a dreadful curse as you are discussing. I begin to sob all the harder. <laughs> but I'm an outcast! I would be even more of an outcast with this ratism on me. No, no. I'm sure someone will be able to help. Aldona smiles upon all those who call on her name. Could you real ask her real nice for us? Just just in case she's in a generous mood this afternoon? I will keep you in my prayers tonight. Oh, thank you. I'm sure that's really going to do so much. 
Mr. Priester, if Aldona were to grant you with a spell powerful enough to cure this type of disease, what do you think that spell would be called? <laughs> if you were to train extra hard and gain several levels. Yeah. Between now and before the full moon tomorrow. <laughs> between, yeah, between mm. now and the next 48 hours. You could just make a religion check and know yourself, too. Yep. Do that for this uh, yeah, or an arcana check, right? Or, I guess, a religion I rolled a one. Check. So, no. I have no idea of what sort of spell that would be. <laughs> oh, I just know man. that it is beyond my power. All right, well, I also rolled a one. However, I get to re-roll it. Oh, I got a natural 20, dude, and then my Ooh. religion's only a plus one. All right. Somehow I know. Yeah, I got 11. It would be a remove curse spell or similar in order to do something like this. Okay. Going off of Shabba's mm. roll there. Remove curse. Not like a lesser restoration kind of deal? No. So you're looking at at least fifth level caster. I feel like I remember Thakin, the tribal medicine man, got a real bad case of the gout one time, and he just whacked it with a remove curse, and bada-bing, bada-boom, next thing you know, he's good as new. Well, should we go see Thakin? Yeah. It would be a real long time to do that, but... Yeah, we wouldn't make it. Yeah. All right, on to the next temple. <laughs> I stand up and wipe my tears on the, the priest's vestments. <laughs> Male Dona guide your feet and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then Bye. Male Dona light your path and guide you safely home. Thanks. If we can ever go home again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I usher them out the whatever of the temple. Shaba, it's not going to be so bad being a were-rat. Okay, you're overreacting. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right, Tokus. <laughs> we can get used to it. It can't be all that different from being evil, right? Or cursed like me. You know? uh, I guess not. Do you want to pick the next one or I'll just roll? Uh, what are our choices again? Life and death and... And fate. Fate. Uh, let's go fate. life and death first Ooh. and then save the best for last. Yeah, fate, fate sounds <laughs> interesting. Fate is also luck and chance and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, maybe they'll make us like spin a wheel. <laughs> yeah, the wheel of misfortune. You landed on remove curse. All right. All right, let's try life and death first. <laughs> 